0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3.
1: You're listening to prime time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now, the COVID 19 pandemic has put many things in perspective, and many of us have shifted priorities. Now, we understand the importance of health, but should we fall ill, are we financially able to cope? With the fallout.
2: Well, according to a recent study by Prudential Singapore, more than half of Singapore residents say they would struggle or be unable to meet their financial needs in the event of unexpected illness or job loss. Well, to find out more, we're joined by Goten Kiat, the Chief Customer Officer of Prudential Singapore. Uh, Ten Kiat, really good to have you with us uh, today. Let's go right into this because obviously the pandemic has affected a lot of people's financial well-being. And as a result, their preparedness for unexpected events, I suppose like illness or job loss.
0: Yeah, good evening, uh, Rachel and Shazad. Firstly, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, Prudential has always been very interested to uh, understand how Singaporeans are prepared for longevity. As we all know, um, we are one of the nations with one of the longest lifespan. And uh, this COVID-19 has impacted many people's lives. You know, the way we now socialize, the way we live, the way we work has changed tremendously. So we are very interested to find out how the pandemic uh, has affected Singaporeans' well-being in this state. And uh, one of the key pillars that we always examine in terms of uh, ability to live well uh, for a long time is the finance pillar. So as what well, we have seen so far, many businesses have been hit. Uh, interest rates has also fallen, and the employment rate has slightly declined. This all has raised certain anxiety among uh, the Singaporeans, and this is evident from the findings that we have recently found from the research as well. And uh, as you have you mentioned, Siddharth, that uh, nearly half of the Singaporeans that we surveyed, we actually surveyed about 1,200 of them, has actually experienced a deterioration in their finances. At the same time, about 43% actually explicitly expressed that uh, their income earning prospects have now worsened as well. So I, I think all these are clear signals that uh, there is some anxiety. But on the positive side, we have also found out that there is a silver lining. There is some positive signs that people are taking action to to address that. So from our survey, we have seen that more people actually uh, reviewing their financial strategies reviewing their financial well-being are uh, actively trying to manage their their money uh, so that mm. they can actually stay protected uh, during this uh, pandemic
1: Thank you let's take a closer look at the pop- population segmentation because I understand that Singaporeans aged 35 to 54 have been hit the hardest can you talk to us about why they saw this uh, a greater impact when it comes to financial decline
0: uh, thanks, sure for, for that question. It's a good question. Uh, well, The survey well, covered uh, respondents from 25 years old to 74. But what did stand out very clearly was the age group between 35 and 54, as you mentioned, uh, otherwise known as the sandwich generation. And I, and I think among our friends, we know quite a few of them. One of the key attributes and characteristics about this sandwich generation is they are the responsibility to first take care of their parents and also having kids at the same time. Even before the pandemic hit, um, we know that this sandwich generation has already faced certain kind of stress.
1: Thank um, you. I'm one of pandemic,
0: them. <laughs> sorry. I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we can help you in that, right? So the findings actually did point out that uh, they are in fact the ones that face uh, the greatest financial decline and also the higher stress levels. And as and, and as, a, as a result, uh, perhaps even suffering poorer physical health right now compared to other age groups that we have spoken to. And I think these are certain things that uh, that, that we can see. Uh, firstly, the way we work right now, right? When most of mm. us are now working from home. There's always a little bit of a fight for space when you have kids, and perhaps even when you have your parents staying with you at the same time. And all this work add to certain kind of uh, mental stress, which is also coming through as one of the findings that we have through the research that, well, everybody is actually feeling pretty okay with their physical health because more people are exercising, but on the state of mental health, uh, there is evident deterioration. And we have also seen a lot of attention right now in the media talking about it right now. So, Uh, With this pandemic, definitely with uh, the need to continue to support the aging parents and giving support to their growing children with home-based learning, uh, Mm -hmm. they are definitely suffering.
2: We've talked about this financial decline uh, for uh, quite a few people at the moment uh, in in this current situation. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? Is this temporary or are we talking long term here?
0: I think it remains to be seen uh, when the whole pandemic first started, I think last year in January, Mm. uh, and then resulting in in, in very tight measures implemented in Singapore. Nobody actually foreseen one and a half years ago that it will last this long. So Mm. I think it really remains to be seen how this deterioration will will continue or not, whether it's temporary or long-lasting. However, I think one very important thing that we do need to take out from this very safely, uh, we can see that it has impacted uh, people's finances and we need to have a very clear takeaway from here, which is to learn from this experience and become more financially resilient, right? So I, I think there are a few key things that we can help the Singaporeans uh, get more financially mm-hmm. resilient, which is, I, I think, the... the the ability to plan well, ability to plan early. And we are then able to withstand any further financial shocks that may come our way.
1: Okay. We're speaking with Go Ten Kit, Chief Customer Officer at Prudential Singapore. So, just on the back of that, I mean, you've spoken about the impact that COVID 19 has had on a number of significant proportion of the population's financial standing at the moment. And you've spoken about how long this could potentially last. And I'm curious, before we go into what people can do to better money manage, can you talk to us about how Singaporeans might have adjusted and perhaps shifted their personal financial strategies to cope with what's happening? And then we can get into what they can improve on.
0: Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, Richard, for that question. Uh, just now, I did mention that one positive sign that we're mm-hmm. seeing coming out from the research is the, um, the action that that a lot more Singaporeans are putting in place right now to review it. So what we have also found out from the research, having spoken to some of the experts, and one of them is Susan So, who's uh, the chairperson of the Investment Management Association of Singapore. She also mentioned that From what she has seen, um, more more Singaporeans are actually more actively managing their portfolios right now and also taking a view of diversifying their holdings, making sure that they're able to withstand further shocks that come their way. Uh, We are also seeing on the very positive side that more seniors are taking steps to do things such as topping up their CPF retirement savings. Again, managing ways or more ways to sustain a, a, a better lifestyle when they are in their retirement years. i think these are all very positive trends that we are seeing
2: tinket i think you you've mentioned earlier that singaporeans now they they've they've come out a lot of them in the study and they say they are going to struggle to meet their financial needs but do they understand the impact that this has had that, that this has had on the way they excuse me that they can ensure that they understand the risk of outliving their assets
0: yeah, I think that's where um, the, the positive sign that we are seeing is, is a good sign that they are starting to look at their financial strategies again. They're looking at ways of which they can reassess where are their financial standing. I think that's a very good start of mm-hmm. understanding what kind of risk that they may uh, they may be more exposed to as a result of this pandemic. But I also want to bring up a point. I mean, a lot of our discussion so far is about uh, the financial well-being. Uh, we do understand that for one to live well in their very long years uh, coming ahead, as, as you well know, Prudential has been uh, bringing up the fact that more people are going to be living to a 100 years old. And mm-hmm. one of the pillars I've just talked about is finance. And there are three other pillars that are important, right? The, the fact around health, right, mm-hmm. which is definitely very important, around work and around relationship. What is coming true from this year's research is also that the dependencies around these four pillars are getting more pronounced. I think a very clear example as well. Sorry, go ahead. So
1: thank you, then let's let's move on quickly and perhaps you can tell us what can individuals do then to be financially prepared for longevity.
0: Right. Uh, so I think one clear thing that uh, Singaporeans can do is to make use of the tools that are around them right now available financial tools, right? So uh, uh, Prudential, as you know, in fact, you've spoken to my CEO, Dennis Pan, just recently Mm -hmm. ago, that uh, we have introduced an admin that powers by Prudential, of which we have two key ecosystems in there. One uh, on health and one on wealth, both with the simple objective of helping people to live uh, healthier and wealthier. So these are tools of which you can help them make uh, financial planning a lot simpler. Other than that, there are also a few principles to keep in mind. Firstly, I think when one lives longer, time can be an asset. And if we start early, you also will have a much longer runway to now build your investment portfolio. You have much longer runway to even write out possible short-term market volatility. The other one is to protect what we have right now. And that means protecting your health and also protecting your wealth. And that is where insurance uh, can come in quite handy, ensure and also diversify what you have right now. So keeping a very clear view that you need to protect uh, both ends. The last one is perhaps this is a good opportunity to reassess your risk. Like what uh, some of the findings that we found out from the research, people are actually reassessing their their risk and perhaps are taking a a more liberal view or more generous view towards their risk right now so that they can invest more and grow their wealth uh, during this opportunity.
2: Goten Kiet, Chief Custom Officer of Prudential Singapore. Thanks so much uh, for talking to us today about how Singaporeans can improve their financial well-being.
0: Well, thank you, Richard. Thank you.
2: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.